Hello, world. You're listening to the Cash All Podcast. Technology integrates with every aspect of our lives. Computing, entertainment, gaming, education, and much more. Here to discuss all of it is your host, Brandon Peterson. Are you a digital design geek? Do you say control Z quietly to yourself if you make a mistake in life? Do you try to right-click on a piece of paper to select rasterize type before erasing some pencil marks? Then you probably have heard about or attended Adobe Max. By the way, you should not actually rasterize your type and use an eraser uh, when editing type in Photoshop. You should probably use a mask for some destructiveless editing, but that's for another day. Adobe Max is a creativity conference for creators where we can learn from and be inspired by industry leaders and creative influencers. I teach Adobe Creative Cloud applications to my students at the high school and college where I teach. This could be Photoshop, Illustrator, Dreamweaver, uh, Animate, and a few others. I also use Adobe software when creating content. Right now, I'm using Adobe Audition as I speak so I can record and mix this podcast episode about Adobe Max. Talk about full circle before we even begin, I guess. It should come as no surprise I was an attendee again this year at Adobe Max. Here's some of the highlights from the many sessions that I have attended. Adobe Fresco. Adobe Fresco has really evolved over the past year or so. Um, I had never even heard of Fresco before last year's Adobe Max, actually. This digital drawing, sketching, and painting app is very versatile and can be used for concept sketches, character design, art creation, and now, wait for it, Wait for it, wait for it. Animation, that is right. Animation. Sid Weiler, who's an amazing illustrator, who was also known for creating trash dove animations, um, showed us how to use Fresco to create motion digital stickers. Adobe Fresco allows you to do frame-by-frame animations, but you can also move items along a path during a time frame or a timeline. If you haven't tried Fresco, you can actually try it for free. And I believe there is a light version that um, doesn't have as many features, but is free to use. And I really encourage you to play around with it. It works best with an iPad or a Surface Pro, but it can also be used on the desktop. But make sure that you use a graphic tablet with it. Um, Otherwise, it's like trying to draw a picture instead of with a pencil you'd be trying to draw a picture by holding a rock when you're trying to draw a picture with a mouse Uh, it's really trying to emulate a pencil or pen or brush on paper experience so fresco pretty awesome awesome for the artists who want to get into digital drawing but also good for the digital artists who want to work on drawing and sketching and And you get a little more leeway uh, in the digital realm for it. 
Uh, obviously, I can't really talk about Adobe Photoshop or Adobe Max without talking about Adobe Photoshop. That is my favorite program to use by far. Uh, Adobe Photoshop has really taken off with the incorporation of Adobe Sensei. It's artificial intelligence and machine learning. A great example is with the Photoshop Neuro filters. Neural, neural. That's a hard word for me to say. Neural, neural filters. Uh, these have been used for a while now with Photoshop. Uh, you can like replace the sky. You can change the time of day. Choose if it's at noon or if it's at sunset or whatever. And now you can even change the season with one of these narrow filters. You just choose and drag the slider to if you want it to be winter or autumn and how much. So incredibly cool. As a teacher who had to find um, alternative work for students during the first lockdowns of the pandemic, and then when we came back from, from the pandemic to schools, having that constant worry last year of, are we going to have to go back to remote learning again? Uh, it was a real difficult situation for me as a graphic design teacher. And, you know, I had some alternative assignments, but they weren't as good when students couldn't use the actual software we're using in class. And this is another cool thing about uh, Adobe Photoshop, which was announced during Adobe Max. Um, they are working on now, or they, they have kind of the early version of it, uh, working on a lighter version of Photoshop that is web-based. A web-based app that is used in the browser that can be used online. Finally. You know, it's never going to be a perfect substitute for Photoshop, but certainly better than what I had available to me as a plan B um, a year and a half ago. That is for sure. You know, with Adobe Creative Cloud, our students are able to install it at home and have access to it with their username and password, but not everybody has, you know, a computer that can run that software. Sometimes it can be kind of uh, high demand with the resources. So I was pretty excited to see this uh, that should be usable with Chromebooks, uh, which all of our students have as a one-to-one -to, -one to take devices home. So uh, here's to hoping that Adobe keeps working on that and, and finds other ways to incorporate some of these apps as a web base so that you know our students have better access or anybody to have access for that matter. Adobe Illustrator, which I like as well. Um, when I think of Adobe Illustrator, I tend to think of flat designs just for, for things I make. My illustrations don't have a lot of depth to them. They're just kind of simple, minimalist designs for, my, for the styles that I like to make. Uh, so this might be something that'll kind of change how I how I use Illustrator. But now there are some 3D application with fun textures and materials to try out. You can change the light source. There's some um, some bevel and emboss that you can um, like inflate the shape to add choose how round you want it to be. Pretty cool. Uh, the famous 
Instagrammer Michael Fugoso. Uh, you might know him on Instagram as Fugstrader. Um, he makes awesome augmented reality videos. And he had a very engaging session where he took us through the process of creating a design in Illustrator. And then he brought it into Photoshop uh, as layers, imported into Photoshop as layers, an, another new useful feature. You don't have to choose now if you're bringing it in as a raster or a smart object or whatever. You can bring it in as layers. And uh, in Photoshop, he added some depth and shadow and light and detail. Then imported it one more time into an application called Adobe Arrow, which allows you to create image track based any kind of augmented reality. But uh, the way that he did it was image track based. So there's like an anchor target. You, you point your device at a picture. And this three-dimensional design that he brought in through layers uh, comes out of that shape. And you're able to see it through your, your tablets and phones. There's a lot of things for augmented reality that I myself am very excited about. I want to try to find some ways to use it in my graphic design class and and have some like like an art gallery but augmented reality and do some fun things with that. And I think the students would have a lot of fun doing that as well. Uh, other fun topics, cinemagraphs. We make some cinemagraphs in my graphic design class. Uh, there were some cinemagraphs creations using Photoshop and After Effects. So that was fun to play around with and I mix I have a Christmas card idea family virtual Christmas card I'm kind of excited to use for my social media accounts this year to try out and you know if it's not even snowy out during the picture I can just use those neural features filters now I can't say filters neural filters from Photoshop and uh, and make it snowy if I want to but some cool things with cinemagraphs I want to do with that. And uh, the cinemagraphs presentation was by Chris Converse, another very talented designer. Uh, actress Olivia Scott Welch on another presentation shared how to use social media to build a brand, which was interesting to me, especially working on my uh, social media master certificate from Florida. And I'm as we speak, I'm taking a, a social media, a branding and marketing with social media class right now, um, which has been super interesting. So this kind of tied in with that. She also talks about her love for cinema and how she researches, studies, and gets inspiration. I thought that was a pretty cool segment to watch. Plus, there was a huge amount of broader topics like strategies for digital storytelling, typography theory, typography practice, how to make different types of posters. Some of them were in Photoshop. Some of them were in Illustrator. How to make compositions, realistic compositions with, or compositions with Photoshop. And they showed a whole bunch of upcoming features that are in the works and in development that I cannot wait for uh, those to be released. So Adobe Max, 
I would say very inspiring learning experience. I wasn't even going to, I had another idea for a podcast episode. I actually already had it recorded. And then Adobe Max came and then I was so stoked about the whole thing. So fired up, so geeked up about it. Uh, just playing around with with all this and finding ways to use it in my classroom and just to make my own designs. And I, I was like, man, I got to make a quick podcast episode about this experience so that I could just post it while, while it's fresh in my mind. So this week's episode, uh, Adobe Max, next week is, is about uh, Assassin's Creed, the historical mode that, that recently came out. So that'll have to be on hold for a week now. But I was super excited about Adobe Max. I even won a free shirt. How cool is that? How cool is that? So I recommend it to anyone out there looking to improve their craft in digital design and creative works. I encourage you to take the time to attend, watch those demonstrations and those breakout sessions, and take notes and observe. Then go back when you have some time, either in the late hours of the evening or the early hours of the morning, and if you can, then try to follow along with with the starter files they share, looking at the workbooks that they share, and, and practice those things while it's fresh in your mind and get some great new techniques that you can keep in your creative toolbox. It is awesome. It is awesome. I cannot say enough. I cannot find the words nor do they probably exist about how great Adobe Max was. Can't wait. Can't wait again for next year. Can't wait to start making more things with it. That's this augmented reality. As soon as I'm done with this, I need to get into Adobe Arrow. Uh, so for more information, I encourage you to visit adobe.com. I think right now they have the link adobe.com slash max. But if you go to adobe.com, it'll, it'll be there. Check it out. And... Um, Make a plan to to participate in that next year. If you have gone to Adobe Max this year or in other years, I'd be excited to hear your experience and and have a chat with you about what kind of sessions that you went to and what you thought of them. Thanks a bunch for listening. And again, go check out that Adobe Max. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review if you like what you heard. For other content, you can follow me on Twitter at Code Peterson.